Oh my God, how great did that sound? <laughs> so uh, welcome to the True Scary Stories with Edie podcast featuring the Weird Talks uh, episode, which is going to be hosted with my friend Daniel Moquin. Hello. Yes, you guys remember Daniel. He's read for us before on True Scary Stories. But this episode of True Scary Stories is going to be a little bit different because we are, in fact, doing a Weird Talk, which uh, we are do- only doing this because Nick had to go out of town uh, and he didn't know he was going to be gone this long. And luckily, uh, me being the great podcast host I am, I had an episode of Weird Talk saved up. So uh, we will get back to your regular programming this Sunday with True Scary Stories with Edie uh, and Just the Terror. So don't worry. But this episode, I'm really excited about because this is all research I've done. <laughs> and you know me, I, I'm, this is going to be a really, uh, since Nick's not here to tell us what to do, <laughs> we're going to be having some drinks. We're going to be having a lot of fun with this one. And this is all stuff I, I looked up. An Edie episode. Oh, man. Yeah, an Edie episode. Dun, dun, dun. So this is, this might be a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, PG-13 for this episode. So if you have any kids in the car, there might be some swears or something that accidentally poops out. So be <laughs> careful with this one. We don't know what's going to happen in this episode, but I'm really excited. We've already had a shot and I'm ready to talk about the Malaysian flight that went m- Misappearing. It misappeared. It misappeared. And uh, that's Malaysian Flight MH370. So I don't know if you remember, but a while ago, it was a really big story that the this flight basically just disappeared out of thin air. There were 239 people on board. This was a passenger flight. Oh, yeah. And I remember it was all over in the news. This was uh, March 8th, 2014. I was obsessed with this news story. Oh, you were? Oh, my God. I'm glad you're here then because, yeah, I found all this stuff out. I researched this a long time ago, and I've just never had the opportunity yeah. To share it with the uglies. To and share I, the truth. I'm a, yeah, I'm really excited to put on my tinfoil hat <laughs> and talk about uh, this this kind of like forgotten. Yeah. Basically, like this happened in like, I would say like two weeks later, everybody just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, it was like it was like a month. People were freaked out. And it was right after the show Lost ended. So everybody right, thought that right, Lost right, right. happened in real life. And, right. So we were yeah. all kind of let down by Lost. Right. And then we were like, oh, look, the real Lost. The real Lost happened. And we are going to be like having some jokes here and there. But obviously, all respect to the families and everybody who's been affected by this. And we're really just trying to get the story out there. Because I do think it needs to still be talked about like... Just because more bad things happen doesn't mean, like, we just give up (laughs) on these people. Because 239 people on board Mm -hmm. and 12 crew members, like, those people are never coming home. And that's crazy to me. And I just can't believe we don't talk about this anymore. Because to this date, uh, in 2020, I don't think it's ever been found. No. They say that they found, like, some debris and stuff. Right. so, was quote-unquote confirmed to be from the flight, right. but it never was confirmed. Right, because they be did the same flight. thing with Amelia Earhart. They found her bones, right. but is it her bones? We don't know. Yeah, because I recently I was looking up Amelia Earhart because I knew that they had found some more information on what had happened to her, and there was an island that there were human bones found, and yeah. they originally thought they were the bones of a man, but then through f- further examination, they found that it could have been 
her bones and so her, Amelia. yeah, and her, some of her plane was found very close nearby. So what they think happened was, and this is like completely new information, uh, what they think happened was she crash landed on this island mm-hmm. and then she was wounded and, you know, obviously very sick and uh, she was on the island for a while and then she had died and the reason that she, her body was never really found was because of coconut crabs which are humongous crabs. If you've ever seen these things, no, they look like they're from Australia. Like, they're so big. You can't get rid of those with shampoo. They're like, they're like little crusty dog size. You know those, like, white oh. crusty dogs? Yeah. Uh, they're about that size, and they have the huge claws, and they are carnivorous. I mean, they eat meat yeah. when they can get it. Right. And so usually, yeah, coconuts, but this they, time... They must just be praying so, for a pilot right. to crash their... So after she died... They had eaten her body, and coconut crabs have burrows. And so that's why they couldn't find her entire body is because the coconut crabs would have taken her bones and scattered them all throughout the island, dragging them to the bur- their burrow. So that's why they only found little pieces of her body. So is that what happened in Malaysia flight? I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> did, did huge coconut that's crabs why we're, just take pieces Right. Of that's plane? why actually we're here with a coconut crab yeah. uh, <laughs> who we're going to be interviewing. Give me some credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be interviewing about what happened. But, yeah, so that's the new information on Amelia Earhart. They think she was eaten by these huge crabs. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's why they can't really confirm if this is her body or not because her bones have literally been, like, put underground wow. by these crabs. So I think that gives us a little bit of kind of like, oh, this is what happened. Right. And it's kind of spooky. But then when you think about it, actually, uh, she would have already been dead. Yeah. And they've done experiments to see if maybe this could have been her. They've done experiments with like uh, pigs mm-hmm. to see if the coconut crabs would eat the pigs. And they did eat the pigs. They picked the bones clean and they did drag them to different parts of the island. Oh, wow. Underground and stuff like that. So pork does taste like Yeah, food. yeah, exactly. Oh. And that's what I'm I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> I'm told, you know, I wouldn't know personally. Me either. I mean, it's not like I've consumed a person since I was in the womb. <laughs> but uh, my twin, Isabel, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what they think happened. Anyways, so I, I could obviously go on a long tangent about literally anything. So let's get into this. Um, so what we have here is this flight that went missing, obviously, 2014. We talked about that. Um so uh, this is why I wanted to do the story. I have a huge fear of flying, and every time I am on a plane, I pray. I have a panic attack every single time. Oh, really? Yes. I'm very, very afraid of flying. So when this happened, I really got scared, and I wanted to research every little thing to find out what happened. How long after this happened were you able to fly again? I had to fly like immediately after because I'm a comedian, <laughs> oh, or I used to be. And so I, this just really like got, got me really scared. I'm really, really afraid of flying yeah and so you really don't have a lot of control of this so i just kind of like felt like if i knew what happened to them if i solved it by myself (laughs) then i would be able to feel better anyway so malaysian uh the malaysian fight mh370 this was a boeing 777 commonly used plane listen i looked it up looked sturdy to me (laughs) it's a big plane yeah i you know i've probably been on one i think that's like the most commonly used plane i'm but uh, so, like we said, 239 people are on board, 12 crew members, right? Most of them were Chinese. Uh, why did I write that down? I don't know. That's just what I do. 
This was a five-hour flight with 34 minutes, so that's important. Well, the Chinese thing is actually important because there was like a lot of protests uh, oh. in China because they were they were trying to protest the Malaysian government at the Malaysian embassy. Right. So that's like in kind China. of China. Right. So that's kind of one of the yeah. conspiracy theories right. that's been floated around. Okay. So they are flying over Thailand and Vietnam. Uh, they had more than enough jet fuel. And more than enough to obviously, in that time, stop at various airports if they needed to. Tons of airports. Right. There's lots in between. Over seven hours of jet fuel for a five-hour flight. So that's pretty good. Um, you're not going to be needing to call AAA. No. <laughs> you're you going to be good. You can yeah. get all the way to Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So their last transmission uh, with the plane and the air traffic control was obviously normal. They said goodnight. The last thing was said was goodnight to the pilot on the Malaysia flight plane. And then he went into a different airspace. So they basically, you know, you've come through this area. Okay, goodnight. We see you. Goodbye. And everything on the plane after this just shut down. Just completely disappeared. This is basically one of the last things. And it's just gone. Uh, But before the plane disappeared. Yeah. They do have it logged doing a U-turn. Which is crazy to me because I will say I, – I looked this up. 1.19 a.m. was the time that the last transmission was heard from traffic control, air uh-huh. traffic control. And they were supposed to check in with the new airspace. I think it was Vietnamese airspace. Right. At 1.21. So two minutes later, they were supposed to check in. Right. So that's like in that two minutes, that's when something was decided. Everything shut down. Right. And then, did a U-turn right. in two minutes. Okay. I have so, a hard time doing a U-turn in my car. Right. In Los Angeles traffic. Exactly. Imagine doing it on a plane in two minutes. Yeah, it's not a. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a pilot, but it, I know it's not an easy thing, and I also know it's something that you cannot do on autopilot. Because uh, I do know, like when they fly, they usually are on autopilot, and flying is supposedly a pretty safe and easy, easier thing to do because a lot of the stuff is taken care of you for you. And so they're flying into one air airspace. They get the okay. You guys are leaving our airspace. Going into a different one. Mm-hmm. Two minutes mm-hmm. that they had to re- call out to the other airspace. Hey, we're coming in. Yeah. Everything's clear, right? And they didn't. So in that two minutes, something happened. Uh, so we know that this was also the biggest search effort in history. Uh, it says it was the biggest search effort, oh, sorry, in aviation history. Oh, yeah. And one of the most expensive. Well, because that South Indian Ocean is so deep and right. so hairy that it takes, like, right. and all this, of the technology to try and find something. They were going over a couple different parts of the world. So this yeah. was looked for by the Chinese, Australian, and Malaysian governments. Um, they all conducted a sh- search, like, jointly. Uh, and they weren't searching in the wrong direction for four days. So when they say the wrong direction, I think what they mean is that wasn't the direction that the plane was headed. Yeah. So why were you searching in what you knew the plane wasn't going that direction? Right. Um, maybe because the U-turn, they were like <laughs> looking in the place that the plane should have been maybe. Yeah. And then they were like, no, why would you look in the place the pl- it should have been when you know it made a U-turn? Yeah. So it's a little suspect that these governments were looking in the wrong direction direction yeah and they spent all that money doing it right so does that mean they're trying to cover something up basically all right so the military didn't come to intercept the aircraft even though there was military surveillance where they were flying right so 
I know in America, if you fly over our military airspace, you're going to get shot down. If you don't have clearance to fly over our military space, it, it's carefully monitored. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just fly into American airspace no. without checking in. checking in and yeah. having a plan. Like that's you're going to get killed. Yeah, they will shoot you on site. You're not supposed to be here because they think, hey, this is going to be a terrorist right. act. This person didn't tell me that they were this flight's not supposed to be here. They would probably try to contact the flight yeah. and say, turn around or we're going to shoot you. And to that point, there was another, we talked about this just before we started recording, but there was mm-hmm. another Malaysian flight that did get shot down four months after this one. It was going to Kuala Lumpur from Amsterdam and it got shot down in the Ukraine. Right. So, so that's, that's just an interesting. That shows you that when these planes go somewhere they're not supposed to, it's kind of like a no questions asked like this is a this is how you die you don't do that unless you're trying to commit a terrorist act so the fact that this flew over a military uh, surveillance area Mm -hmm. and they didn't do something about it is also kind of suspect i mean not kind of suspect it's really suspect right and then you have these governments searching in the wrong area yeah and like maybe that wasn't just a mistake but usually governments don't make mistakes with huge amounts of money and they don't make mis- joint mistakes with other countries. Right. Yeah. And so that's kind of weird that it flew over the military space. What my intuition tells me is that it would get shot down. Mm-hmm. And like I've already said, and then when they realized it's a passenger flight. Right. With tourists. With tourists. Chinese tourists, German right. tourists, American tourists. Instead of saying, hey, we accidentally, like, they were they were in the wrong area. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a transmission from them. We yeah. killed them. Instead yeah. of doing that, they might have just been like, shoot them down. Oh, uh, well. Let's go, let's go look for this plane. I think right. it went over here. Yeah, definitely right. made a U-turn. You know, mm-hmm. the kind of, like, girl, uh, It's and it's always a girl, too, yeah. who will steal something from you and then help you look for it. Yeah, and then be the one to find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's always a girl. Right. It's always a girl, but that's what I'm talking, that's, yeah. like, the same thing. It's like, oh, wow, we'll help you look, but it's, like. Let's go look in this couch. Right, but they just don't want to make anyone mad because it's right. like, yeah, but they flew in our airspace, and we, that's what we do. Yeah. Like, sorry, that's. We were protecting, and they just didn't want to start a war sure. with these other countries that there are people from citizens. Of yeah, citizens. Yeah. They didn't want to have to pay um, these the victims' families. Right. I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. They were in the wrong area. Yeah. And yeah, it might be a military cover up. All right. So we're in that. We've we've got through the the initial phase of this, and we're going to keep going. Yeah. Um, we, we got through the facts. Now let's, <laughs> let's dive into some of the Yes. Okay. So let's get on to the next segment. Okay. That wasn't so bad. We've, we've been really struggling with the sound since uh, Nick's not here. It's been, <laughs> it's been a wild ride over here, uh, but we, we're getting it together. We're going to make, we're going to make Nick proud anyways. So we, the military, we already know they're being a little sus. Now the black box. This is an indestructible box, and basically every plane has it, and it's supposed to tell you what happens in the event something goes wrong. Uh, It can carry two hours of the pilot's voice recording and five hours of flight data, and it can even sink in the ocean and still send out a signal. 
It sends out a signal for 30 days until it runs out of battery. Basically, it's a transformer. Right. Well, what are, yeah, whatever that means. To me, when you said transformer, I was thinking robots in disguise. Yeah. No, it's a Decepticon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is to tell you what happened in the plane. And this was never found. So the whole purpose of the black box is to be found. Right. This is the time the black box shines. It's, it's lost the plane. Who knows what happened? This is what's supposed to tell you. and What the it was made for. Yeah, the fact that it could, was never found, even though it sends out a signal, is like, well, why not? But they, like, heard the signal for a while. Right, right. Uh, but it was never found yeah. somewhere in the ocean. So that, I mean, that's also another suspect thing that happened. So the plane turns around. We already know that. During the flight, this had to be done deliberately, manually. Mm-hmm. You can't just turn around the plane whenever you want. Well, this you, is something I remember from, like, when the story first happened. Uh, they talked about how the transponder or whatever went off, and then it made a U-turn. Uh-huh. But then it had to fly below military radar. So that means that the pilot it was flying made, low? like, an insane maneuver where he made a U-turn and then immediately dipped down to, like, the lowest point that a, a commercial aircraft has right. ever been. And okay. it, like, got under military radar. So this is that's like... What they, that's what they right. said happened on CNN. That's right. what I remember. Oh, so it must be true. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be true. I saw it on TV. Yeah, yeah of course. But um, so these are manual maneuvers. So whatever was going on, it either had to happen in that two minutes before it got to the next airspace and the pilot had to decide, hey, something's wrong or hey, I want something to be wrong. I'm going to kill all these yeah, people. Yeah, right. right but that's, some, that's one of the possibilities. Yeah. So what would, why would the... Why would the pilot turn around? It, maybe there was something in like the military that they were flying over that they were like, oh, they're trying to shoot us. Yeah. Because why would the pilot make a U-turn? That's not something that happens on autopilot. Well, you know, Either you, he saw something that scared him or he was like, I want to die. Right. But like he flew so much of the flight already. Yeah. And then he just was like, okay, here, turning around. This is the point. So what made him turn around? That's the million-dollar question, I think. Do you, it could have been yeah. they were shooting at them because they were maybe in – maybe he got lost. They were in the wrong space. But he was just talking to the air tra- traffic control. That's what makes me think he was like – He was a, a little suspect. A sad dude. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the transponder, which is an electrical device that produces a response when it receives a signal from a toll booth, then tra- transmits, transmits it into an ID. So basically, this is your kind of like a, your, your identification when you're flying. Mm-hmm. This is going to tell other uh, control towers who you are. Right. It's going to be the difference between, hey, I'm a fighter jet and I'm a bus full of people. Right. I'm a magic school bus. That's, yeah. what, <laughs> that's what this is going to do, right? So it, this was turned off. Not only was the block back, oh my goodness, the black box... <laughs> Never found, but this was also turned off, which had to be done manually. Yeah. So there's a reason. They don't want people to know who they are. And then they make this U-turn. Uh, so the, this kind of, like, makes me think this was a hijacking. Because why would they, they... Someone had to have the knowledge to manually turn this off. And then somebody also had to have the knowledge to turn the plane around. Right. Which, again, is a crazy maneuver. It's a professional maneuver. So that's either the pilot being forced to do it and somebody knowing, like, this is something I have to turn off. I have to get rid of the black box. 
Or it's the pilot himself being like, this was my plan. I know all these things already. I know what the black box is. Get rid of that. I know the transponder is. Get rid of that. Which is interesting because that was like a really experienced pilot. Who right. So I also I have, had a flight simulator at his Right. Home. And I have things about that. So yeah. these are the conspiracy theories, even though we've already kind of gotten into it. So obviously what I just talked about, this was a terrorist act. Two passengers are flying under stolen passports in, on this flight. So they uncovered that two of the passengers are using stolen passports, whatever that means. Right. I mean, who knows why? Uh, they had no links to any terrorist group, and they are economic migrants. Well, I don't know what that means. They're poor people trying to... <laughs> right, they just want to get, get find some... Find greener pastures. Right, they want to make... Well, I'm an eco- economic migrant then. But they're just trying to make more money, right? And they used fake passports. Maybe they're fleeing something, who knows? But this is an unlikely... It's unlikely because terrorist org- organizations usually lay claim to what they do. Like, right after they're doing it, they're like, it was us, you know? Um, unless they stole a seven... A 777 and didn't want anybody to know about it. Right, unless they just have it somewhere. Yeah. But usually they, uh, they come out and say, hey, it was us. Uh, Azari Mahad Shah, captain, was the captain, and he had thousands of hours and even had a flight simulator at his house. Right. So it's unlikely this guy just was flying and was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Whoopsie-daisy. Right, that's extremely unlikely. This guy was a seasoned pilot and he also had a co-pilot it wasn't just him so uh 16 months into this search uh the flapperon was the first piece of the plane that was found the (laughs) flapperon it sounds like a fake piece of the plane (laughs) was in a landing position uh this is a section of the wing wow you don't say <laughs> i could have never guessed it's the flapper uh the flapperon no, yeah I let's call it that never guess what's next the beakeron <laughs> um so it's a section of the wing so uh when they saw the picture they instantly knew this plane was landing so this guy was intending to land the plane Weird. so that kind of takes away from the pilot uh being the one who wanted to kill everybody because it seems like he was trying to land the plane or, so, I mean, if, he's, if he has it in that position, he's going to try to decrease his altitude really quickly. I don't know about planes. I just yeah. know the flapperon was out. <laughs> just saying. I just know the flapperon was out. I don't want to ever want someone... If my flapperon was out, I'd want someone to tell me. <laughs> Eating, uh, uh, your flapperon. Yeah, out. exactly. Your flapperon's out. I don't know if, I'm sorry to tell you, but... Uh, so, yeah, it's, this, it's the flap, basically, that you see when you're seated next to the wing. And it's the one that it kind of looks like it's broken and it scares you to death when you see it go out because it kind of looks like a piece of the plane is like falling (laughs) off. Yeah, I know actually that it it lays on the wing, basically. Uh, And so that kind of suggests that they were trying he was trying to save people. Um, Crushing on both ends, the flap run suggesting it was squeezed. Experts say this means the flaps were extended, which means the plane was landing. It had been ditched. The only way to do this was manually yeah. by the captain. Because we, I mean... The pilot or the, the, co- pilot, the co-pilot too, maybe. The pilot has to land the plane. Yeah. That's the only part of the, the experience that the pilot is, the takeoff and the landing. That's all manually done. Right. And you can tell it's manually, manually done because it's a, a ride. Right. When it's time to land the plane, it's a wild ride. <laughs> so that kind of seems like he was trying to land it. Like maybe he... He didn't want it to happen. He wanted to save everybody's life, including his own. I mean, that's what the flapper on. So that makes the hijack theory make more sense. (laughs) Right. Okay. So then uh, after the U-turn, the plane dips its wing to the right. 
and makes moves to route onto a town called Penang. After months, expert found that this was probably for the captain so he could look out the window because he was from there. Oh, interesting. He turned the plane around to look at a city he was from. Hmm. It was not on the, obviously not on the schedule. <laughs> that was right after he did the U-turn. He wanted to go look at his hometown. What if the pilot was just like, oh, I got to say hi to my wife real quick. I'm just going to yeah, land I pr- it. It's our anniversary and I can get her, get I her totally anything. totally forgot. Okay, but then that kind of says that he was saying goodbye. It could, yeah. But why would he do a U-turn and look over his old city? To give it one last middle finger. Yeah, yeah. But like... Fuck you, bang. That, that, <laughs> that kind of tells me that he, it maybe was him. So mm. suicide is one of the, uh, one of the theories. Uh, there are cases of pilots that have been recorded over the years committing suicide right. while flying yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, Committing mass murder. Yeah, I think that was an Air France flight a while back. Because, yeah. you know, they don't want to die alone, I guess, or they want to make a big statement. Or they want to die doing what they loved. Or, right. yeah, or just like any reason, like, people are shooters or something, that they want to go out saying something or doing something. Right. So, I don't know, because that kind of suggests to me that he, this was on purpose. And maybe he regretted it. Maybe he went and he flew past his hometown and then he was like, okay. Let's do it. And then he was going down, and then at the last second, he was like, oh, I changed my mind. So then he deployed the flapper on. Tried to land and it. And tried to land it, but it was too late. But that and doesn't then, make sense, because then they would have found the plane, because that's a really shallow maybe, part of the... Right, but maybe to avoid yeah. having to pay the victim's families, they said they never found it. That could Because be. if somebody kills your loved one, yeah. and they're an airline company, and you and can sue for a lot of money. And experienced pilot. Right. Yeah. Anyways, it seems like the pilot wanted to fly over his hometown for the last time to say goodbye. This was nowhere on the flight path, and it had to be deliberately and manually maneuvered. So there's that again. Yeah. So all these manual maneuvers and deliberate actions that were taken by the pilot kind of makes me think that that it was his doing. It was him or it was a hijacker. Right. That made him do it. Yeah, so like you said before, this guy had a flight simulator, which is basically what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, it's a way you can like fly. It's very uh, like being in a plane, but it's a simulation. You can practice. You can log a ton of hours on this and get experience being able to fly a plane. This guy was not only had a lot of airtime yeah, in the like sky, but he had his airtime. he yeah. had his own right in his house. Mm-hmm. So this guy really knew what he was doing. He loved it, apparently. Right. Yeah. And the plane doesn't crash or anything in the simulator. Hmm. It the, doesn't crash into the sea. It, you like, it just basically, before you die, it's like game over. Right. Uh, and then it... It's kind of like in Grand Theft Auto when you're going to fly the plane into the downtown tower. I don't know anything about Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I don't know anything about... They don't want to give you that oh. satisfaction of the okay. explosion. The only thing I know about Grand Theft Auto is I played it and I destroyed someone's car. <laughs> and my friend told me that it was like a real person's car and they paid money to have it in the game. Oh, wow. And I just destroyed it. Bye. I, th- I was like, I thought that was the point of the game is you're supposed to like destroy things. They're like, no, they actually paid money for those like but for not, that car. Not that car. That's a nice car. Yeah, but I guess he was lying to me and I felt really bad. I almost cried. Um, so, yeah, he had this simulator and the plane 
doesn't crash into the sea. And immediately after losing contact, 10 days after the plane is missing. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Sorry, I'm reading something else. Uh, So in the simulator, he had been actually flying the same route that the plane took with a U-turn and everything. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was, they yeah, found, so was him. <laughs> they found the simulator and he, well, yeah, that kind of points to that exactly. But he was kind of doing the same kind of maneuvers in his simulator at home. So that's what kind of led me to believe like this guy is really. He just wanted to fly yeah. a plane that nobody would ever find. Yeah, and uh, this says that the airplane was most likely flown into a part of the southern Indian Ocean. Uh, And so the plane would disappear forever because, like you said... The roughest ocean. It is a very rough ocean. And I guess in the simulation, this is what he had done. Wow. Yeah. Now now hearing that, uh, even though I'd already heard that before, I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy did it. I don't know. No, I still think it was Russia. I don't know why. It was definitely Russia. It's not even a conspiracy theory. Definitely Russia. uh, Southern Indian Ocean, it's a very rough ocean. Ocean, uh, two cyclones were recorded uh, that would have been uh, affecting the crash. Like, if you crash into it, yeah. this would have separated everything. Yeah, every and, little piece yeah. of the plane is disintegrated. Right. Yeah. And then all of the coconut crabs would have taken the <laughs> pl- parts of the plane into different burrows. Um, anyways, let's, let's take a break, and then we'll, we're, we're going to get on to the next part. Yeah. If that's not like the saddest, <laughs> every time you play it, I can't believe how sad it sounds. It doesn't like when, when Nick is here, it sounds so like it still sounds bad. <laughs> like when I hear it, I'm like, oh man, that sounds bad. Yeah. But like this is like a new level. But I'm kind of I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of into how <laughs> how like haphazard this is. Okay, so the thing I was trying to read before was that about how the plane didn't crash. Why don't you explain this? Because you're a little bit better. Well, basically. Uh... They found out through satellite uh, signals. The right. Satellites picked up signals from the plane, like a different type of right. Uh, signal. Like Google Maps. <laughs> yeah. it, it wasn't. It wasn't the transponder. It was some other. Right. Type it of, just a satellite somewhere picked it up. So they picked up signals uh, that it was over the Indian Ocean, right. basically. So they're never. The, these signals weren't meant to give positions, but they were meant to monitor right. the engines. But right. because they couldn't find anything from the transponder, they looked at these other. The signals and they found out that the plane actually flew for six hours after it lost contact. So and, from that good night. Right. From, from that 119 right. good night Malaysia. So then this satellite picks it up over the Indian Ocean uh, and this was located near Kazakhstan. Yeah. Which is not really, it's not obviously anywhere, not where they're supposed to be. Anywhere close so to this the ocean. Kind of, yeah, this kind of lends more to, hey, the pilot was doing this on purpose and right. he has all the knowledge to Get rid of the transponder, the black box, all of that kind of stuff, right? Once he does all that, he could just. But what's put up it with on... the co-pilot? He could There's just... another guy. I don't know. Maybe he strangled him, or. And like, who is this guy who's just like, oh, he probably knows what's going, what to do. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, that that there's other people. Like it said, there was thir- or twelve or thirteen uh, people working. Yeah, crew members. So, and I know that, like the the pilots area is locked up mm-hmm. but like what's the other the co-pilot doing is he asleep like Wake how do you not when we land right like how do you the thing that really makes this in, into a conspiracy is just the overwhelming amount of dropping the ball yeah. on all of these places that we're supposed to be checking in right. with this uh pilot yeah so anyway so the, the the theory is that he ditched the plane over the indian ocean because they're 
it's a very rough ocean mm-hmm. and they wouldn't find it. Right. Which I, I don't understand. Like if you're committing suicide and you're just like, I don't care about this world anymore. Yeah. Why do you care about hiding the evidence? And, unless you were like hired. Maybe it's well, like how a, would you be hired? You're not getting any money. Like a point of pride or something. I don't know. Where he's like, yeah, I'm going like, to kill myself so good that nobody's ever going to find me. But like usually with like murder suicides, they leave. They leave this. They you know what happened. Right. It's not like they're trying to hide it because they're not alive anymore. Right. It's not like they're writing letters to the FBI like, hey, do you know what happened? <laughs> you know. But maybe it is a just a huge power trip. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of murderers have is this like ego like. You'll never. You'll catch never me. figure out what happened. You'll yeah. never catch me. So that's, maybe that's what I think it was. Like, okay, so maybe that I I don't know, but that does. He was usually, such a good pilot that he could have he could evade all of these right. military things, all of these satellite signals. Or maybe he didn't want his family to be burdened with the shame, because he did have a family. Maybe. So maybe he didn't want his family to be looked down on for his suicide. So he hid all the evidence of what happened, yeah. but he still wanted to take people with him. He didn't want to die alone. Good for so him. he was like, I want to die doing what I love doing, which is flying. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to do it alone. I'm scared. So yeah. what I'll do is I'll cl- crash this plane with all these people with me. And then I'll hide it so my family doesn't have to go through the shame of knowing that I killed people or, like, still live. Yeah. And I don't want, like, people to be looking f- or I don't want people to find me. I don't want people to find what I did. Right. Like, hiding what you did. Is it like the school shooter syndrome where, like, they want their name to be on right. CNN? You know what I mean? Right. They yeah. And they write the big manifestos or whatever yeah. so that people will know what happened. Like, right. this is why I did this. But this guy didn't – he really didn't do that. Maybe it was in the black box. And they never found it. Right. Box. Maybe he did put it in the black box. Maybe there was like a recorded message, but yeah. they just never found it. Well, the black box is, has like five hours of. Right, right. But maybe they, yeah. he did intend for them to find it. But since he crashed into the Indian Ocean, which is, they couldn't find it because it got ripped apart. Or they found it and they didn't want anybody right. to know. Right. They didn't want to pay for the liability. The thoughts of this sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could that be. might be it. Yeah. Know. Because what does it bring besides pain right. to people if, when it is found? Um, so yeah, just judging by like the fact that he had a flight simulator and it was doing a similar route, I think that's just kind of like the nail in the coffin. Like, Hey, for sure. This is what he was planning. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's not like the story. Um, but that kind of like, seems to me like that's the real, that's what happened. Um, so, so the flight simulator that we were just talking about that was found at the pilot's house, uh, took the plane to the same part of the Southern Indian Ocean. Basically, the flight he was supposed to take, but okay. kind of didn't. Right. Um, so about the captain, he was financially secure and he had no mental illness prior. So he didn't have anything he was trying to... He didn't reach out for help before. Right. So the co-pilot, who we've been wondering what this guy was up to, he didn't have a lot of experience flying uh, in this particular plane. The Boeing 777. Right. But yeah. they say he was a little suspect because he had invited girls into the aircraft and him and another captain on a different flight were smoking. Oh, maybe that's what it was. They let a woman fly the plane. Oh, you so... <laughs> I can't believe you did that on this podcast. But that's actually what's happening right now. Like, if I had to simulate this podcast, it would be just going down into <laughs> flames. That's so funny. My dad would love that joke. My dad, he doesn't listen to this podcast because it's, uh, there's a woman in it. But right. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what does she know? <laughs> He's like, oh, you mean true scary stories with Nick? 
Um, so, and then another theory is hacking. So this is a theory that the plane was hacked and controlled by a third party with fake pings and they were, um, you know, controlling the plane from like their mom's basement or something. Right. That's um, the most exciting one to me. I like, I like that one the most because it's the most implausible, but it's also the most exciting. Like whoever that just, did that yeah. was super cool. Like Sid from Toy Story grew up and then he was yeah. like, yeah, let's get rid of this plane. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. You know, people, I, my friend had a drone and the first time he flew it, he took it to a park and it went up in the sky and it just flew away. <laughs> And he found out that it was, like, because somebody near him had a controller and hacked into his drone. Wow. And hacked it and flew it somewhere that they could steal it. That's So, like, that's fantastic. something that happens. To drones, not to 777. But what is, what is the difference between a drone and a, and a Boeing 777? Uh, a lot of security. Right, right. But, I mean, if you're really trying, if this you had something on that plane you really needed like some kind of secret agent or something right. like that i know it sounds a little fantastical like james bond is going to be on the plane and you're yes. gonna try to but that's i mean autopilot and things like that are controlled by a system mm-hmm. and so if you can hack into that system and ma- you bring it to manual yeah so i don't know if like uh like what we talked about the black box and the transponder i don't know if you like physically need to put your hand in it and turn it off or mm-hmm. if it's like you do it at the controls, you know? I don't know if it's like a lever you pull. (laughs) I mean, like, when they say manual, I don't know if it's like you have to be there. Yeah, I don't know if you have to, like, be there and pull a lever all the way down or if it's, like, a button that you could push from anywhere in the world if you knew how to hack into that. I don't know what they mean by manual. I don't know if it's a button or a lever or whatever. It just feels like if that was possible, it would have happened a few other times. But maybe not. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe this was important. Maybe, like, there was somebody on that plane who they really needed to get rid of. Yeah, there was, like, I know that there was, like, 40 people that all worked for this one specific, like, engineering firm. Right, and there were two people who were using fake IDs. So who knows who they were. And also, you know, recently, um, there were some people who were following somebody very important for a long time. I, I, I listened to the story so many times, but it's been in the news recently, that they poisoned him on a plane. And he had to... You know, they had to stop the plane and take him to a hospital. Like, somebody had been following him. He was, like, a a world leader. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, like, in the news right now. So, I mean, it it doesn't seem likely to me. But it seems like a possibility. So, so if if that's the case, then that means that they would have had to fake all these flight simulations on his flight simulator. It depends. If those things are all electronic, then you can. Yeah. Um, I mean, people control their locks and things like that from their cell phone. Mm-hmm. And that's just like technology we all have. You can feed right. a dog your, a treat while you're at work. True. I mean, so on these higher levels, who knows if that's possible? Um, and then some sightings of the plane, uh, the missing plane were reported in the Mal- Maldives. I don't know if I'm saying that. Maldives. Maldives. Yeah. Uh, near the U.S. base of Diego Garcia. So some of the people who lived near this base said they saw the plane. Uh, and some of the plane was found nearby. Yeah. So you have, like, people who live there who are saying, like, oh, yeah, we saw it. And there are some parts of the plane that were nearby. So it could be possible that the military shot this plane down and these people saw it before. And this is a huge cover-up. 
Uh, so, so some of the res- residents report a huge jet, low flying and very loud. Mm. This is like would have been, and that's not that's, not something that happened, right? Because these bases are very, very, like you don't just show up. Either the plane was shot down by the U.S. or it was landed to be stolen. Like that, they landed, maybe they're in trouble, and then they landed there hoping that someone would help them, and then we were just like, oh no, we're just going to steal the plane. <laughs> that was my favorite theory. Uh, yeah. When when the story was first coming out, I loved the idea that like a terrorist group stole, and then we just took it back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> landed it somewhere in the fucking Middle East. Right. So there's no way that the base would have not noticed the plane. Obviously, this is a huge plane. The people who live there noticed the plane. And possibly, like, fearing a September 11th style attack, this is a base. Mm-hmm. There's attacks. And yeah. we have been attacked before by passenger planes. Mm-hmm. To So, yeah, th- this would have been something they would have been on the lookout for, no doubt. Um, that's why there has been little wreckage found because the plane was stolen by the U.S. when it landed. Right. That is one of the theories. Uh, the U.S. is hiding their execution of the passengers and doing a very extensive crime cleanup. Many theorists don't believe that few parts of the plane, the small parts of the plane that were found were real. They think they were planted they to were be like, fake. oh, the, the plane, it yeah. got in a crash. Right. Where is it? Yeah. But really it was stolen because they were flo- flew too near to the base. Yeah. So who are these people who saw the passenger plane who live on this, near this base who are like, oh yeah, we saw that plane. It's a tiny island. Yeah. I will say. Yeah, and there's not passenger island. planes going in and out. Right. These people say they saw it. Mm. So it was flying low, and then it disappeared. So what is that? Why do these people have to lie? There's no reason for them to lie. How much money would it take for you to say that you saw a plane fly over your apartment? When I know that there's hundreds of people whose families were dead. How much money? I'm trying to think it over because I'm like, well, that if I lie, it's not like they're going to come back. Like 100 bucks. Well, if I, like, say I saw it, it doesn't make them come back. True. You know, it doesn't make them die or come back. Right. It would have to be a lot, honestly. It would have to be, like, I don't know, like, $50. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't think I could because I would just feel so bad for giving the families hope. Right. But then again, it's like they're not coming back even if, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Um, so, yeah, there's no reason for these residents to just say they saw the same type of playing low flying near the military base, which it had no business being. Right. These people have nothing to do besides seaplanes coming in and out. This sure. is a very small that island. Was, that was speaking to that theory, too. There was another thing that came out uh, at the time. Uh, families were trying to call uh, their family, their family right, who were the on the going plane. Down. They were trying to call their cell phones, uh-huh. and they were ringing for like a week after. Okay, so that means it's not in the ocean because if they were in the ocean, they'd be gone. Right. Especially if they're I mean, iPhones. For, yeah, they. I mean, they would go. It would go straight to voicemail every time. Right, but right. There were if reports, were, many reports of people yeah. calling their deceased, supposedly deceased family members, and it was ringing. And it was ringing. Wow. Okay. That that's 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 actually really good information because sometimes I like go outside my house and I don't have service. Right. So the <laughs> fact that they had service and it was ringing is like, oh my god, they're. Yeah, because if it was in the ocean, it would die immediately. Yeah. There wouldn't be... So that kind of says it was on a base, and they were alive for a while, like an American base where there would have been signal. Right. And they took the phones and probably threw them somewhere and was like, yeah, you don't have your phones anymore, but the phones maybe were still on or trackable. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's, that's very interesting. Okay, so there's no reason for these residents to lie about the plane or anything like that. 
So that's, I mean, that's also very, very suspect. And that might be why the other countries kind of like looked in the wrong direction and like, we're, oh yeah, we're making it look like we're looking because they know, right? hey, we, the U.S. did it and they paid us off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we looked. We looked. It was the most expensive look. <laughs> that Billions I, of dollars. Yeah, it's the most expensive look anyone's ever done. I mean, we made. The craziest technology. A lot of money. But yeah. um, so last theories, skinwalkers. <laughs> <laughs> Skinwalkers uh, or goat man could have eaten them. Uh, man investigating. Oh, and this is another little tidbit. One of the man- men investigating the flights was murdered. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But that could be like if we got murdered, maybe someone would be like, they were investigating it. Was it was and they it, got murdered. Was like it if last I just, year that he got murdered? I don't know. I it? just wrote down man investigating the flights was murdered. That could really mean anything. Uh, body of plane was never found. True. I don't think to this day it's ever been uh, found. And... The plane search vessel vanished, so something that was looking for the plane also vanished. I, oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Well, search vessel. Hmm. What does that mean? Like a vessel. guy on a jet, a jet ski? <laughs> like, what does that mean? Should search vessel. Yeah, yeah. vessel. So a who ship, knows? That ski. might just be like, when did they say vanish? Like, who knows what that means? Like, the guy might have just, like, stopped reporting back? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, it took 100 years, though, to find the Titanic. So hopefully, this is like my yeah, summary, my, right. my English <laughs> summary, my English paper summary. Hopefully, the flight will be found before then, and the families can have some closure. They can't search forever due to the funding, but I hope they are found. Yeah. Someday. I mean, they could find it. What yeah, if they found they it and everybody was like still alive and they made a little like undersea colony? Right, and then they found out it was all a dream at the end, and yeah. then we were all disappointed? You mean yeah. like lost? Yeah. And then yeah. the doctor dies at the end. And I, would just, I would just be them. happy that they were found, honestly. Yeah. I would be into that. But anyways, that's it. And I think that, uh, I think the pilot did it. That's my final take on it. I think so, too. I think that's the likeliest. <sighs> but I also think the likeliest is that the government did it. Because, like, why did these people report seeing it? Why was, like, all this information covered up? And why wasn't there any, like, it was over bases and stuff like that. It just, no, I'm going to change my military. It was the U.S. military. Okay. And you're going to go with Pilot. I'm going with Pilot. All right. right. Well, guys, check us out on True Scary Stories with Edie, the Facebook group, and True Scary Stories with Edie, the Instagram, and True Scary Stories with Edie, the website, but mostly probably the Facebook group. And tell us what you thought of this episode. We didn't know if it was good or if it was super lame. We actually talked about it during the break. We're like, is this good? I don't know. So if you liked it, uh, go ahead and let us know. And if you didn't like it, just go ahead and let us know. But be nice because we're very... uh, sensitive <laughs> be nice to Edie, but be very mean yeah to yeah me. yeah just let us know uh and we will see you around uh daniel do you have anything you want to plug you got podcasts and stuff not really oh, okay. it's a pandemic but oh, yeah uh, my name is daniel moquin you can find me on the interwebs at dr moquin oh okay good i uh, got a lot of <laughs> i've got fun stuff coming up I gotta say okay that. tell us about the fun stuff uh just you know some comedic short films oh, okay cool cool cool, so. cool well tag me in them and i'll post it on the facebook group so all the uglies can check it out sounds good and just you know remember that i did this all without nick and i i you know all the research and stuff like that so i'm pretty proud of myself good job. we don't need nick good job we don't need nick no, we, need we nick. don't need nick true scary stories with edie <laughs> let's just do everything like this i mean this was great anyways we need nick we need nick we had to call nick during this to help <laughs> Anyways, Uglies, we love you. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Bye.